0: This is from my playwriting diary, from Line of Duty to The Puffin Book of Nursery Rhymes. Line of Duty, six series, 37 episodes watched by over 13 million. The last time a drama achieved such on-the-night viewing figures was in 2001 for an episode of Heartbeat and Line of Duty certainly that drama's antithesis. The final episode of Line of Duty was always going to be an anti-climax. To undo generations of corruption, it will take more than finding H. This will require a different kind of society. To fully appreciate Jed Mercurio's TV drama is worth looking back at Operation Countryman, 1978 to 1982. Uh, This was looking into police corruption, to finding bad cops, hampered every step of the way. While it uncovered individual cases of corruption, it didn't remove the firm in the firm, as the recent BBC Two's excellent documentary, Bent Coppers Crossing the Line of Duty, makes clear. The reality of unearthing bent coppers as seen from countrymen finds that these fourth man characters are inept. So D.I. Ian Buckle fits in with this portrayal very well. Also, as Buckle explained, he was but the messenger, implying the corruption went far further up the chain of command. I like the fact that the final seventh episode was relatively low-key and felt as if the mountain of corruption remained unfinished business. Throughout the series, Mercurio cleverly juxtaposed the all-action violence versus the slowly unravelling interrogations. These painstaking sessions were assisted by the crime wall evidence on screen, and the play-within-a-play feel of those interrogations overseen by colleagues, superiors and bent coppers. Of course, Line of Duty had weaknesses, but through drama, how does one subvert the cops and robbers formula? good chasing bad, unless it is cops chasing bad cops, which can cut, be, can become just as formulaic as the model it is subverting. However, it is astounding that Dixon of Doc Green ran from 1955 to 1976. There were some 432 episodes. Culturally, Dixon of Doc Green set the moral tone for a generation, but these very years were packed with organised criminal gangs, the OCGs. The OCGs acronym used in Line of Duty sounds to me like some sort of collective term for charitable societies and for the firm within the firm, they were. Rightly, racism took centre stage in the sixth series, and I hope Mercurio's next exploration of corruption and crime goes to the heart of the institutional racism itself, the miscarriages of justice, deaths in custody, and the nature of police as an arm of the state. In conclusion, Line of Duty has been a drama for a time, so it hasn't rumbled institutional corruption. Many more bad apples have been tumbled from the barrow. An unbelievable and welcome turnaround from Doc Green those 50 years ago. In a Zoom discussion on the world and art with two other participants last week, we agreed in our breakout room, that post-Covid-19, things cannot and should not return to normal, however new. Brian has spent over 40 years within the establishment, questioned the moment. If Covid and climate change are the reality, then, then that is the veneer. Then those previous 50 years, they are the veneer, the fake. Changing one's mind about long-held beliefs is tough. In one's 60s, it's far tougher. I didn't know what to say to him until it struck me. You now have 50 years of rich material as a resource to write with, I said. With climate change, of which COVID-19 is the most bitter expression, there is no glass half-full There can be no compromise. Either we reverse climate change or we don't and suffer the existential consequences. It's like flipping a coin. There is no middle, no agnostic position. Thereby, consciously, our writing and art cannot be the same as before. I have reached a crucial moment in writing my radio play, The Gift, It began in a court case and will close in that court case. Yet, do I reveal the verdict or leave the case against Exenia hanging? Exenia is the central character. Or do I find a way to end the play intimating that the trial will never really end? She faces charges of murder, arson, abduction and theft. Helping me into Xenia's thoughts as a mother, I've been reading through the Puffin Book of Nursery Rhymes, 1963. How cruel so many of those rhymes are. The rhymes make light of struggles and of death, which is just what my character Xenia attempts to do. This book is a useful find. rock a baby, on the treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the bough breaks, the cradle will fall. And down will come baby, cradle and all. Crawl indeed. Keeping the non-linear narrative going at the close of this play is quite difficult. It's easy to cut up a story into a plot on stage or perhaps even for film. I think one thing may help. I'm keeping back a revelation about Xenia to the closing few lines of dialogue. Then what has occurred before will make shocking sense. Well, that's the plan. Coming up here in a couple of weeks, writing the abstract in theatre, learning how to write lyrics, completing the first draft of my audio play The Gift in time for a Zoom or audio group get-together and anticipating our first From Page to Stage project session with Norwich Theatre Royal. Within the next 18 to 24 months, I'm intending to put on a play of my own in town, either a monologue or something slightly larger. Follow the journey with me here. Thanks.